Welcome to Real FM Rewind. Here's some highlights from the week. Nicole is a 24-year-old who works as a data analyst and a streamer on TikTok. All for about four to five hours a day. She also web streams and live streams her day. And if you're asking yourself, how does she do this? Well, she's got this platform called Working Alone Together. She has this cool desk set up with ambient music and will sometimes stop from working on her job to answer questions that people might have for her. And this might seem a little weird, but with more people doing remote work, people are kind of missing having a traditional coworker. So there's this new trend among Zoom, Twitch, and TikTok, where people are working from home and just setting up their cameras and working alone with people, um, which is kind of a bizarre concept. <laughs> and if I didn't have the greatest coworkers ever in the form of people that I'm in the office with, and when I do work from home sometimes, my dogs, I guess I could see myself doing this. I think it'd be nice to have that little interaction, but maybe that takes away from the whole, you know, distraction-free environment that we're supposed to have when we're working from home. I don't know. I have recently gotten sucked down the hole that is YouTube Shorts. I mean, all of the social media slash media apps have got the short form vertical content. It's spread everywhere, so it's not just on TikTok. But for some reason, I've really gotten into it over on YouTube. And as I was laying in bed this morning watching way too many YouTube Shorts, it just felt very dark, grim, and depressing. All of the stuff that I was consuming was just, you know, rather depressing, negative material about how terrible our world is and how it's going downhill. And I just thought it'd be a good reminder to know that while things seem very uncertain and scary and there's a lot of foolishness everywhere around us, we also got to keep in mind that God is in control. God's at the center of it all. He has a plan. We don't know what plan that is, but he does have a plan. And we gotta stay positive. We can't ignore the problems of our world, but we do have to stay positive. Otherwise, we're just gonna get sucked down the hole and it's really hard to get out of it. Consider this your friendly reminder that we're all about to be a little less friendly next week. Oh no, why is that? <laughs> well, daylight saving time is coming this weekend. Oh, I uh, know. You're right. All our sleep schedules are going to be off. Oh no. The experts say that what we need to do is start now adjusting to this ah. so like set everybody's alarms 15 minutes early okay and then after another day or two set them a bit earlier yeah do yeah. the same with your pets Ease maybe and they're feeding bit. yeah that's what they're saying like and then by next week it won't feel so bad and i'm just saying they tell us this every year <laughs> and do we do it <laughs> yeah no we don't right. do it we You're just so get right. cranky and drink more coffee <laughs> next week but if you want to do it here's your <laughs> maybe reminder this is the year maybe this is the time For those of you that have ever trained or are currently training a highly reactive and anxious dog, you know that it has a bunch of ups and downs in that process. Uh, it's Isaac, thanks for listening with me today. I have a very anxious dog and right now I'm working on him and working on him being less what they call reactive to other dogs, meaning making him seem like he's a little bit more approachable and not so much Cujo, right? So I've done all of this research because I'm trying to do this right and one common thread among all dog trainers is they say that to make sure the dog looks at you, locks eyes with you when it's anxious or when 
distracting and distressing situations happen. Make sure the dog is looking to you for guidance. And I was like, okay, cool, that makes sense. And you know, my dumb little dog, I want him to feel protected and want him to know that I'm in control. And it was only about three or four minutes into the training session in my backyard where I kept asking my sweet pooch to look at me that I realized, ah, there's a parallel here. Um, <laughs> how often uh, are we told to seek God's face and to look to God in times of trouble? And if you're going, Isaac, are you comparing us uh, to your goofy dog? I 100% am because we're often compared to sheep and specifically not the smartest sheep, right? Desperately in need of a shepherd. So as I'm training my dog to look to my face, uh, I think it's a good reminder for myself to look to my heavenly father's face when I need to. Content is filling our brains every waking minute. We're on our phones and all around us on TVs. There's just content everywhere all the time. And I think it's kind of crazy that I totally forgot that the Super Mario movie is coming out in a month. Have you seen any new advertisements for it? Because I completely forgot about it. I had to look it up and see that it's coming out in April. I don't know why, I just thought it was coming out later. I thought I'd see more ads for it. The same thing happened to me with Ant-Man and the new movie, like I forgot that that was out. And you know, Mandalorian season three, forgot that was a thing. Am I just totally not on top of things? Or am I going crazy? Or is there just too much information everywhere all the time that I'm losing sight of things that are going on. What a crazy world we're in. You know, it's kind of interesting, Kara. I have three kids, and when we're sitting down before we're about to eat at mealtime, and I ask, who would like to pray tonight? Hmm. I have two kids, the 11-year-old and the three-year-old, that both instantly raise their hand Aww. and go, me, 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 me. <laughs> and then I have one, the eight-year-old, who never raises her hand. Oh, yes. And even when she's called upon, uh -huh. she's not so sure that she wants to do it. That's fair. And so me and her were talking about this the other day, and I said, you know, what is it about not wanting to pray before meals? Is there something about it that bothers you or that you don't mm. like? I just want to understand. And she said, I just don't ever feel like I know the words to say. Aww. And I was like, hey, can I let you in on a secret? Same here. Yeah. And there are a lot of people that feel that way oh, yeah. when it comes to prayer. You are not alone. Yeah. And so we've spent some time lately talking about the mechanics of prayer. What are mm. the words that we're supposed to say? Yeah. What are the types of things we're supposed to pray about? <laughs> and uh, I found a really helpful resource from author Trevin Wax. He talks about some of those components of prayer and specifically about why praise matters in prayer. Oh, yeah. But he starts off with a bit of a disclaimer that I think is really, really important. He says, if you're like me, when you pray spontaneously, you often push past the preliminaries and get right to your needs, uh -huh. right? Lord, I need you for this, or can you help me with that? Mm. And he points out, and I totally agree, and this is what I helped try to explain to my daughter, there's nothing wrong with going right to your need. Mm. If there's something that's urgent, that's on your heart, that's on your mind, that's okay to just jump right in and pray about with God anytime. Yeah, totally. Because it acknowledges our dependence on God, right? Mm, yes. And Trevin says, you're not thinking of God correctly if you only see him as a distant king with arms crossed because you've not yet bowed or curtsied your way into oh, his presence. Yeah. Here's the crucial line. He may be king, but he's also your father. Mm. And 
he delights in hearing and answering his children, whether or not you followed the, quote, proper protocol <laughs> in addressing his majesty. Yes. How cool is it that we serve a God that doesn't sleep? And by that, I mean, I'm looking at Psalm 121, talking about the God of Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. And that's a beautiful piece of imagery. I'm imagining, you know, those cowboy movies where they're out maybe trying to find lost cattle and they're trying to keep watch. Someone takes watch through the night. Someone stays up to tend the campfire and to make sure no danger approaches them. Or thinking about how uh, tribes would have moved through the desert. Someone would watch over the flock at night and watch over the camp and make sure that no harm came to anyone. The idea of a night watchman was something that makes sense across all of these different cultures. And knowing that our God is still in charge, even when we are asleep, safe and sound, is incredible. And for me, it's even more reassuring to know this during the difficult times when I might be tempted to ask, was anyone keeping watch last night when this hardship happened, when this relationship got hurt? The answer is always yes. God's never been asleep, even through the hard times. He's still there with us. He's still in control. That is so reassuring to me, and I hope that's reassuring to you as well. The Oscars are happening this Sunday. I know I, for one, will not be watching, but many people may be turning in to the 95th anniversary of the Oscars. And I was looking over at what their best picture nominations are, and I think this just goes to show how out of touch I've become with film industry and what's going on, because I've only seen two of the films nominated for best picture. Can you take a guess? I've seen Top Gun Maverick, and I've seen Avatar The Way of Water. Everything else on this list I have either wanted to see and haven't, or I have no idea. Absolutely no idea what it is. So our year in summary at the Oscars is, I haven't seen it and I don't know. So I don't think that's a good sign, Oscars. I don't know. Anson, I know you've talked about before, sometimes as a parent, it's hard to work to put your screen down and be present with your kids. It's so hard. Let's be honest. It's hard for everyone, not yeah. just parents, like everyone in general. But I feel like as parents, especially, that's maybe an extra challenge. Well, you start noticing it when your kid starts going, hey, um, oh, can you put your phone down? Yes. You have a little somebody there to remind you how much time you're spending on that device. Exactly. Well, I had a moment like this last night. I don't have kids, but I have a fur baby. Uh-huh. And I was sitting and surprised looking at cat videos on Instagram, <laughs> kind of scrolling. Yeah. And I was I was laughing at him and just kind of scrolling along, not paying attention. And pretty soon I felt this little boop on my elbow. Uh-huh. And I looked down and my cat is standing on his back legs at the table. And he just booped me. <laughs> from my, and I just thought it was so funny because he's like, hey, you look at the cat videos over there. I'm right here. Did you not Hello? know that you have a real cat <laughs> you right next to you? Come and pay attention to me. Thanks for listening to the Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget, be kind and rewind.